You're listening to the Live Free Podcast. I'm your host, Christine, certified life coach, pain to power mentor, and creator of Embody You Mindset Mastery School. I'm here today to discuss living life after disease, disaster, or adversity, to discuss living life fully once again, a life of hope, peace, and resiliency, a life fully embodied. I utilize the lessons that I learned going through not one, but two primary cancers. I'm here today to guide you to the life of your dreams, turn your pain into power, and lead you back to yourself. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode three. This episode is on discomfort. So I'm starting off with the big guns. The um, age old, you know, I'm not happy. This sucks. This is difficult. That's what we're starting with. And what does that mean? So we've all heard how you are meant to, you know, get through discomfort by through it as opposed to around it. We've all been told a million times, you know, you have to feel and that sort of thing. And I understand and appreciate that, but I don't think I knew it um, until I was forced into discomfort in such a way that was earth shattering. And that's when I started to realize that there were so many tendencies in myself to avoid it, to get around it. And I think that Today's society, we unfortunately have an opportunity to move into discomfort, but it we're not supported to do so. You know, today's society, we're all talking about like positivity and law of attraction and, and you know, the ways to get good things in your life is to always be grateful and all of those sorts of things. And I agree with all of that. But what they fail to mention, um, or for myself anyway, in my interpretation of it, what they fail to mention is that you have to feel the tough stuff too. You have to let that emotion sink in. You have to move through it. You have to be negative at times. You have to be, you know, bad at times. I use my air quotes there, bad. and you have to you have to let yourself settle into it and that's something that i was not comfortable with not at all like i was always a you know positivity junkie and everything like that people um nicknamed me peppy because <laughs> i was always so peppy and that was great except for every single time something was difficult in my life even prior to cancer um every single time something was difficult i kind of bypassed it you know oh there's a lesson in this for me oh there's you know there's something beautiful there's a silver lining and all of those sorts of things and while all of that was true it was sort of a bypass Um, my counselor calls it a spiritual bypass and that's exactly what it was i just avoided feeling anything negative by skipping over it and going straight to the positivity and As I've explained in previous videos with um, my Instagram and those sorts of things is 
avoiding discomfort is so is like is like spraying bleach on something that is trying to de to decay now that decay is still putrid it's still you know rotting it's still all of those things except for now you've slowed down exactly what it was trying to do um, which was decay it was trying to get to the other side and become nutrient dense and spraying that bleach can be examples of you know facebook spiraling it could be examples of shopping it could be examples of cleaning your house you know these are just some like basic examples that a lot of people do kind of in their daily life there are more extreme examples as well you know drinking alcohol drugs sex things like that but you know there's also just kind of basic stuff that we do to avoid feeling and we're all so uncomfortable with just being alone with our own thoughts and what i'm finding is that this is a vicious cycle you know avoid be happy avoid be happy and you know what life is not meant to be happy all the time we have these clear boundaries of like okay so you know this is good this is a good emotion and this is a bad emotion and the fact of the matter is is that i think that was i think that was framed incorrectly you know um the good emotions feel great and the bad emotions feel bad now is that because of our interpretations that they feel bad or is that because they are bad and you know i'm here to say that i think that it's interpretations i think our interpretations of what is bad is the reason that it feels so bad you know should i am i saying that you should be stuck all the time in you know that side of the spectrum of maybe a, a lower vibration absolutely not but it can teach you something if you're willing to feel it if you're willing to sit with it and i'm not talking about sitting with it for you know a week two weeks a month a year that's not what i'm talking about although some things do demand more time generally speaking sitting with it can take an evening it can take two days maximum, you know, it, your timeline is going to be for you. It's, it's going to be your interpretation of what you need. But, you know, some things are going to be 30 seconds if you would just feel it, you know, and we all do not feel it. And it's so important to do so. So talking about discomfort, you know, when I found out that everything was happening, my first knee-jerk reaction was to run, you know, run hard and fast from the, from the, from the discomfort of it all. And that's so natural and so normal to, to want to run from, from the, from the discomfort. But I'm telling you that this is a folly. It is not going to benefit you to run from discomfort. I, and I, I was, I was incorrect on this for years and years, you know, um, you know, just bypass it, just bypass it. And nope, <laughs> that's not the way guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> you, you gotta feel it. You, you gotta let that happen. And, uh, you know, what do I mean by feel? What I mean by feel is not, you know, is, is not complaining, it's not venting, although it can look that way. Um, 
more so what I mean, again, this is my interpretation, and you're going to find this is a theme throughout the entire uh, journey, is that your interpretations and my interpretations of things are going to be different because we're all living within our context. But anyway, what I mean to say is to sink in, okay? So like, say you've got an emotion of, well, I'll give you an example of one of mine. So fear of toxicity was huge for me. You know, prior to my cancer journey, I was super organic, super non-GMOs. You know, I would bring my own my own ingredients to people's houses. I wouldn't go for dinner, those sorts of things. Like this was a time in my life where I was very, very strict. And, um, you know, supplements are all the way and medications and the medical system are the devil and all of these different things that all these different interpretations that I had. And when they told me that that I need to do chemo, well, I mean, they gave me the choice, of course, but, um, you know, kind of the, the choice with the with the lining of, yeah, but if you don't, you'll probably die. <laughs> so here I am, you know, making the decision to do chemo, someone who is non-toxic all the way. And when they told me that I have to do chemo, I tell you, I tried to bypass that. I tried to bypass it a hundred times over, you know, like, you know, this is, this is, you know, healing elixir and that's what this is doing. And, you know, and that, and all of these sorts of things. And I tried so hard to just reframe it, reframe it, reframe it so that I would feel better about the whole, you know, industry of it. And through, for five straight months, me trying to reframe it, Every single time I went in for chemo, I just felt like this, you know, this, this chemical ridden, you know, thing walking around this, this, you know, fighting who I am, my values, my beliefs, everything like that. It just felt so misaligned. And, and you'd think that I'm here to tell you that, you know, uh, that being misaligned um, means that you just have to reframe it and, and, you know, find the positive and the silver lining in it. That is not what I'm here to tell you. What I'm here to tell you is that it was okay that I felt chemical ridden. It was okay that I wasn't okay with it. And if I would have just sat in it for five stinking minutes, then chances are, I could have been more okay with it after that and been able to reframe it in a way that didn't feel quite so um, like a tug of, war, tug of war in my mind. Because here I am trying to tell myself, you know, this is okay, this is okay, this is okay, all the while knowing that I don't feel okay with this. And so what I'm using this example for is to help reframe for you that if you just settle into the fact that you are unhappy about something for five friggin' minutes, maybe you can create uh, a new alignment and a new story that feels expansive to you. But if you don't, if you just keep avoiding it and keep going, you know, oh, no, no, this is, this is, this is beautiful. Life is beautiful. <laughs> um, that uh, you're going to be stuck in it forever. And I'm telling you now, like, there's a lot of things that I think are up for interpretation and this is not one of them. You know, if you've got, if you've got something going on in your life, that's difficult, you got to feel it. 
and you know maybe it's really difficult and for that reason you know you need you need professional help or a friend or you know it could take months or or years or, or you know you may need aid of, of some kind that's not like if it's extreme trauma i'm not saying like right now this instant that you should sit down and you know go through your extreme trauma completely alone in your house without any help that's not what i'm saying <laughs> what i am in fact saying however is that these little these little minor traumas these little things that happen you know oh i you know my kids did this and and i'm ha unhappy about it recognize that recognize like hey i'm unhappy about it and then after you've recognized it then then sit in it you know, where does that feel in my body? Does it have a texture? Does it have a shape? Does it have a color? Can I recognize that? You know, and only then, once you've settled into that emotion, can you start to reframe it in a way that is going to serve you, right? So let's do an exercise, okay? So think of something that bothered you in the last 24 hours you know we're not going to tackle something like a huge 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 uh life situation right now but you know think of something that bothered you within the last 24 hours okay 24 48 hours somewhere somewhere in there have you got it Something simple. You don't have to be over the top with it. It could be something as simple as my coffee maker didn't make me proper coffee. Whatever. Now, we could reframe that. You know, we could, we could say that, well, you know, I didn't get the proper coffee, but you know, it, it's given me a, a new lease on cappuccinos, right? And yeah, maybe that would serve you. But imagine the emotion that you had when you blank, didn't have your cup of coffee quite right. Now, where in your body did you feel that? You know, did it? Did it feel like, like heat in your throat? Did it feel like um, a pit in your stomach? How could you describe that emotion? Now close your eyes and imagine that emotion, that pit. Does it have a shape. And what I mean by that is the pit is going to have, a, have an emotion behind it. It's going to have something, you know, it feels round and compact and tight, or it feels sharp and uh, crowded in the area. You know, what does that feel like? And once you have that, could you give it a texture? You know, does it feel lumpy, bumpy, smooth, hard, cold? What does it feel like there? 
And when you start to feel that emotion, and you start to see it as a shape, maybe as a color, maybe as a texture, now you're in your body. Now you are feeling it more deeply with more understanding. And can you see now that once you've given it these qualities, that that's all it is. It isn't this grandeur, you know, bad emotion that you should run from. It is instead just another piece of you. And for me, what is very cathartic for me is to take that shape, you know, that, that structure, that, that feeling and to transmute it. And for me, you know, that can be anything from, you know, visualizing, um, you know, changing it from, you know, this sharp, lumpy, bumpy thing into something useful, you know, like, oh, that sharp, lumpy, bumpy thing worked really well to mulch my garden or whatever works for you. Um, you know, it, I, I like to transmute it and usually through vis visualization, but that is 100% up to you. However, that works for you. But to end this exercise, you know, being able to see it as something that is just part of you as opposed to bad, you know, these labels that we have of good and bad, you can start to see that, you know, every part of your day is a series of emotions, high emotions, low emotions, high emotions, low emotions. And I'm not giving you know, the low emotions, a bad connotation and the high emotions, a good connotation. I'm saying they just is, they just are. Everything just is. And it's all part of your day. And imagine what could it look like if, you know, your day wasn't a series of like, oh, I don't want to do that, you know, followed by, oh, but I want to do that. You know, what if, what if all of it could just be what it is, you know, I, you know, I don't, I don't like this emotion and I'm going to settle into that followed by, oh, I really like this emotion, you know, followed by, followed by like one thing after another. To me, that sounds really freeing, don't you? So this is why we do the work to unbreak our own shackles, to take the key and take off the shackles that we put on ourselves with this idea of good and bad emotions, things that you can and cannot feel. You know, just, just cut the shit. It's all just emotions and they're all okay. And imagine what it would be like if you, if you, if you if you didn't create this drama story all the time of like oh you know this is so bad and and, and all of those sorts of things you know uh, so I'm going to avoid it but instead was like oh there's an emotion here there is a, there's an emotion here that I really I need to feel into and once I've done that then I can move on to the next thing you know wouldn't that be wouldn't that be beautiful 
you know, I think that the reason that we get stuck in our stuff and that we can become, you know, very dramatic um, about our stuff, you know, which is an interpretation also, you know, I think the reason that we do that, that we become that is because, again, we have this sort of like, oh, you know, you know, bad me, <laughs> bad me for having this emotion, you know, and oh, good me, good me for reframing that, you know. Um, I think that, you know, we're starting to see that, um, you know, you're not, you're not this, this child to be scolded. You're a human being and human beings have ups and they have downs and neither is good nor bad. It is just is. So this is the work. So I wanted to start with the big guns because I tell you, discomfort you're gonna get you're gonna get it throughout all of your life you know you've you've done it you've had it up till now and you're gonna have it again and you know everything I went through was uncomfortable extremely uncomfortable and I'm not even totally out of it yet like I've still got tests and things you know and then and then they're gonna tell me oh well you know you're, you're technically in remission but like it could come back and that's gonna be more discomfort that I have to work with right and, uh, and yeah, like that, when I say discomfort, I have to work with, I mean, discomfort that I have to settle into discomfort that I have to be okay with not being okay when I'm not okay. <laughs> and then be okay with it being just what it is when I'm feeling better, you know, it's holding it as you would a child, you know, who was having and I mean a young, young child, because we start to put these conditional loves on our children at about, you know, four or five when, you know, they're lashing out now. But prior to that, you know, really young, young child, like maybe even a baby, when they cry, do we say to them like, oh, you shouldn't feel those emotions. You should not feel those emotions. Come on, you know, get yourself together. No, you just say, oh, there's something going on that needs attention. You know, why can't we have something that's going on that needs attention. You know, it seems so simple. But, you know, it, it seems so simple when I say it now and it seems so simple when you hear it. But then the emotion comes up and what's the first thing you do? You run or you shame yourself. So this is the work. I wish you all the best and I hope that you have an amazing day and just know that life is for you, not to you and go out there and live more free. So much love to you all. Thank you so much for listening. If you found expansion with this last episode, then that means that others will too. And the best way to get the word out about the podcast is by leaving a review. I would be so grateful if you could leave me a review and let me know how you felt about the podcast. 
Included in the show notes will be everything that we talked about today, including all of my transformative programs. Change is just on the horizon, my friend.